Hi and welcome to Spiritual Link the Podcast, a podcast about how developing spiritual well-being can help you in your daily life and how that can enhance your confidence in who you are and what you are. The podcast is hosted by Ines and Tor. Ines is a development medium with over 30 years of experience in the field and Tor has been working with her since 2013. In this episode, Ines and Tor talk about out-of-body experiences and its healing effects. This is a continuation of last week's episode. You can support us by sharing the episode on your social media channels, subscribing to our podcast, and leaving a review. Remember, you can always find us on at spiritualinco on Instagram. Good morning, Ines. Good morning to you. Good to see you. How have you been? Good. Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Good to see you too. I was looking out of the window. There is. I had snow yesterday. Everybody had snow yesterday, didn't they? Did I had we snow. didn't have yeah. snow. A lot of snow. Yes, Surrey had snow. It was wow. so, so nice. Yeah, but a lot of snow. And the roofs were, of course, nice and frosty and everything. The roads were all white and so on. And I was just looking out this morning. It's a drizzle and just wet, nasty. You know, when yeah. yeah, we did not have snow yesterday. And I'm not that far. I mean, I suppose I'm quite far, but not that far away from you. Yeah, not really. No, that's true. No, a lot of snow. No, huh. and, and some people were saying that they had to be careful with their cars. They were slipping and sliding all over the place. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I had no, um, I had no idea. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I will be having tons of snow when I go to Norway to visit. Oh, amazing. Christmas. Oh, God, I hope you get a lot of snow. That makes it Christmas, doesn't it? Mm, I think so. Lots of lots of snow. So that's going to be um, that's going to be quite nice. I mean, one of the reasons why I like living here is because there is no snow. Oh, um, <laughs> no kidding. But, but I do enjoy it in small, in small portions. Yes. Um, we're going to continue on last week's topics this week, aren't we? Yes, we are. I was thinking we'd... Uh, we're, Anyone listening or wanting to, if they see it on, on uh, you know, the podcast, this is a continuation of outer body. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is such a deep and interesting and varied subject that what we're doing is only just, it's basically still in a nutshell. Uh, but last week when we mentioned, say, a few of the reasons why out-of-body experiences occur and for what purposes they occur, and only recapping a teeny-weeny bit, one was for the body and the spirit to separate so that the spiritual self could regain and re-energize itself due to the enormous difficulties that can be part of our life. But also the need to go through, the, the difficulties are part of our life, but we also have to go through them, full stop. We don't have a choice. So sometimes it just gets so much and we need these out-of-body experiences because the physical mind and the physical body, my God, you know, you're starving, this, the weather's foul, the crops aren't coming in, and so on and so forth. Yes, it's physical. We're only a vehicle, but it's still it's hard going. So in order for the spirit to prompt us the will to keep going to live, we have these out-of-body experiences. And another reason is, which may sound very similar, but they are slightly separate, separate, is that the mind or the will of the person is difficult for the spirit to live with as it moves to the karmic pattern with its host. We are the host. The spirit is learning from us. So we are the dispensable ones. The difficulties meaning a person could be excessively cruel, a liar, 
a cheat. Yeah, the list is endless. And that type of really nasty, horrible individual, the spirit sometimes finds it really difficult to be part of that scene. It is not us in, in general. So this experience mainly happens for the simple reason that the spirit of self, as I mentioned, they don't like the person that they're with. They're such a horrible individual. That, uh, that which learns from our life, as I just said, needs the respite and the upliftment to continue its physical journey. It's not so much for the physical, but for our spirit. And that's why these excursions are not necessarily remembered because sometimes, well, I'll get to that uh, reason why we do remember, but we can be really horrible individuals. And I know when people are cruel or whatever, oh, I, I hope, I hope uh, you know, God sees this or I hope they'll get punished for this and that. Well, it's a comic pattern. It's not a matter of condoning something. It's a matter of, uh, of having to go through it uh, naturally. But another out-of-body excursion can occur when there's a lot of difficulty around one. I'm not always going around the same difficult mode there are, there are different difficulties as well so that if you feel you fit into one difficulty or your difficulty hasn't been mentioned it might come up when there are a lot of difficulties around one much upset bad news tensions stresses and what can happen is that the safety valve of the mind cuts off too much and you faint there are medical grounds for this, of course, which I'm not referring to, but this occurs simply because the brain cells cannot take anymore. Just one, just too much to handle, too much, you know, another bit of another straw on the camel's back. And the mind gives way and allows itself that brief respite to become stronger. And what happens? Both the spiritual self, that which learns, and the physical are refreshed and uplifted. And once we come back, you begin to feel much better. So it again, it does become out of body. We faint, the spirit leaves, you know, oh God, yeah, I'm home, I'm home, mom. And you get that refreshment, that strength, that upliftment, the pat on the back. So if we now continue from that, this is from last week, a very tiny brief explanation. So if we continue out of body, can also occur during the period of calmness, such as meditation. The mind and the body could become separated because the physical mind or the will or the intent of that person wants this to happen. You may know about this yourself or heard about it, where an individual has been able to see their bodies laying prostrate, seeing their body, and then seeing themselves moving on, on and out and seeing obviously, sorry, many other things and many other things as well. Now then, in this instance, you not only have assistance of the guiding forces, spirit, but you have assistance of the physical free will, which can may then make the situation of out of body much clearer, much more certain and much more immediate because the body lifts away, the body lifts away, which is the second body, which is the etheric. And then the third eye, center of the forehead, 
which has gone with your own spirit, can then look back in the physical way to see. In this instance, the will of the physical is there, the want is there, and because the free will instigates this out-of-body experience, one grows with these experiences, and is actually, a, and it is actually a very important part for the opening and development of self. I'm going to stop that. Thor was in my in my psychic development group in London, and the exercises we did was actually we transported what's called extrasensory perception. It was also out of body, which nobody knew about, perhaps not interested about, where we transported our mind into somebody else's, uh, into their else's sitting room, living room. And then the, the etheric moved away. And then with a the third eye, they were in, encouraged to see what was there, a mirror, a, a carpet, the colors, feel the, you know, feel the texture of anything like that. That is exactly the same thing because I was encouraging that group of people to open and develop themselves. It was a fun exercise, but that is how you encourage the mind and the person to develop these exercises. Uh, this, do you remember them, Thor, a little tiny bit? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I definitely remember remember those out of body experiences when we went to your place, and we also went to each other's places, right? Which Which, is really, exactly, yes. <clears throat> it's and really then, uh, and sometimes uh, we went on a walk. So I would lead the walk. This was not a meditative state. Uh, lead the walk, and then I would say, now go over the branch and what you see or whatever. We're in the woods because you are able to see through the third eye of another person. You can link with that. You can link with the other person. There's another very, uh, there's another occasion and a very strong one when there's a lot of grief. They're slightly separated, uh, which I can uh, explain a little bit. Grief such as somebody's passed away. Uh, they, they, are, they are dying. It is that type of a huge grief, or you've heard of a terrible accident as well. That of course could go under the heading of bad news, but well, there's a lot of grief and certainly illness. And this can make the will very weak. And in these cases, relief is needed for the physical. And what happens as the spirit of that person leaves the body and then leaves the body again, it is a physical description. The silver or gold cord is still attached, which of course means that your aura is still attached. It has, the etheric has moved away, but still attached, electrical force attached. Um, which is a soul and the spirit, of course. This happens either in a state of meditation, during meditation, or also a, a sleep state, because the body, again, needs and wants to give up for time. It's had enough. The grief is horrific. The illness, the illness is not only pain. Uh, tomorrow is bleak. The future is bleak. So uh, wants to give up the grief less aware of the illness, so the spirit gently moves away, but at the same time, it will still be able, in a different way, different reason, see that body, and on some occasions, even be able to look at the body, but not feel the grief, not feel the pain. 
and where there have been operations to the body, there have been situations where the spirit has watched and has been able to give to the physical mind the ability to see what has gone on and actually what the surgeon said. These cases are very clearly documented by the medical profession as well. Very, very much so. It's, it's nothing new. And if in some way, through the out-of-body experiences, you as that person recognizes that pain, the feeling of frustration in the sense of illness, it is because the power of spirit would want you, that person, to become more positive and understand the situation as the time of death would not be ready for you. And the spirit would not yet be finished with that body. In the case of illness, the soul of the spirit of self cannot leave the body and would not want to leave that body, but would want to bring the power of healing, the power of strength, and of course, the experience of what that person is going through to that body and mind. So it learns through that body with the assistance of the spirit. Um, being able to see the situation can make a huge amount of difference in the attitude and the outlook of the mind and will give a great deal of upliftment to that personality simply because they were able to move away for a very short time. So these out of body is one of, a, a they happen constantly, absolutely constantly. Thing is always, we don't always know it's happening. But when we do come back, there's a shift. There's some sort of a shift. I don't know why I feel better. The person can say, yeah, I feel better today. And then you try to whittle it down. Maybe you saw something, maybe a snack you had, whatever it is. So really, really, really uh, important. So out-of-body experiences can occur sometimes also when we're perfectly well. And when we instigate the moving away of spirit with our mind, we want to do it in the state of meditation, then, of course, experience would become the word because it is far different to what is being experienced for other reasons, for the other reason that we mentioned. But if it is for experience of seeing, of expanding, of uplifting the physical side of life so that the spirit can also become more learned, then these excursions are brought back to the physical mind, but not always understood, except that they would give you a feeling of upliftment. You want to do it. So because now you're, you, you're, now you're working in, in unison with your spirit. So both are learning. And that is a huge progression of, uh, of, of spiritual enlightenment. Uh, it's a big step forward. All forms of life are simply a vehicle for spirit. And if life, and life has no significance on its own, none whatsoever, when a person becomes strong enough to meditate on the purpose of life, the reasons become varied in different minds, of course. We all have a different attitude. But the one thing that does seem to be consistent is that it doesn't matter what one is, who we are, how much we have in the bank. And yet on the physical side, it becomes desperately important. And we temporarily forget that our life is only for a short time. And it is a situation literally of a very short time, even if you reach 110, whatever. 
It's a period unknown except to some. And your own spirit would certainly know the time of that. If we're happy, money and so on, whatever, it makes the situation of the spirit much easier because you've got a happy host, nice and easy. And as we talk of that, the physical needs of refreshment, of upliftment and strength that we need at times, only spirit can bring that, nothing else. Nothing at all, only spirit can bring us that upliftment. Okay, what I, I, what I said to Thor, what I did not cover is coma. Mm. Coma is also, it is obviously it's part of a karmic state, but it's also self-healing. It's also the mind situation. Yeah, because the mind and the body just needs to, needs to just yeah. rest, right? Uh, absolutely, rest yeah, regain strength. Yeah. The will, the motivation to live. Let's say they, they, someone was banged on the head, they had a fall or something. Um, whatever is lies ahead for that individual, they could, of course, recover. It's not always doomsday. Uh, but we need pampering. Mm. We need T TLC. Mm. But, but this happens. It doesn't matter if you believe in this, that, or the other. It doesn't make the slightest bit of difference. Yeah. We still get that help. Yeah. So the one really interesting thing um, which you've covered and, you know, which we probably would recommend to people to try is, you know, out of body isn't something, it's something we can instigate ourselves. Yes. Right. It can, we can with the, with meditation. We can, but again, you need training. You need yeah. a leader. Yeah. Until you get so proficient that uh, you know what you're doing, because yeah. then um, it is a deep state uh, somebody has to hold the mind's attention and that's mm. the most difficult thing our mind yeah, yeah. Of, that's why we, we have to begin with meditation yeah somebody doesn't want to meditate and they just want to do an exercise oh, i'm going to do out of body not necessarily it's going to work mm. then there's disappointment if meditation uh is not a foundation relaxation techniques or anything like that then the rest doesn't follow mm. And with spiritual link, yeah, go on, listen to us. But if there is no acceptance of that individual, that life is a continuation, it doesn't matter which podcast on spirituality you listen to, it will make no sense. It is the cornerstone of which all philosophies around uh, spirituality hang. You have to know for yourself not because a book says it or somebody else says it, but that comes through meditation. That is the cornerstone to begin to listen, not to get quickie answers that somebody else has mulled through for, for however long it is and mm. come up with an answer. Yeah, that looks, yeah, I'll take that on board, but I don't have to do this and that. I want to go out. I want to do this. So it still yeah. comes back. Yes, we can instigate ourselves, but you have to have uh, a foundation of meditation. And yeah. you need a you need a leader. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I hundred percent agree. You need mm. the, the meditation is the beginning and the end always. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and no, I totally agree. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we bring the podcast to a close? We wish you a merry Christmas. <laughs> Maybe yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We this will be the last one, uh, before Christmas, and we will see everybody back in the new year. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Christmas obviously is wonderful, but all every single 
holiday or festivity, religious or otherwise, around the world, if somebody has the time and the interest, get a globe or get a map. And then from every country, pinpoint it when there's a holiday that mm. people light up in. Those holidays are healing the world because mm -hmm. for that short time, generally speaking, of course, there can be a lot of hassle at Christmas as well, is to uplift the world. Yeah. If you look at that and put the time at the day, say February, January, this is this, you'll find that there's always something going on to make everybody a little, little teeny weeny bit happy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. enjoy Christmas, everybody. And um, yeah. we'll see you back in a year. Yeah. Super. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spiritual Link Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or want us to explore a topic even further, please reach out on our Instagram account at spiritually and co.